Hello and welcome to the Marks Ish Brothers podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And this week we're talking about the new uh, Pixar animated film Luca. Uh, just released, what, maybe like a week ago on Disney Plus? Um, do you have any fun facts yeah, for us? Yeah, yeah released on June 18th, 2021, as a Disney Plus exclusive. Um, directed by Enrico Casarosa, who. This is, this is his directorial debut. He, he's done like art department stuff for other Pixar movies. But um, written by Jesse Andrews and Mike Jones, um, starring Jacob Tremblay, Jack Dylan Grazer, Maya Rudolph, and Jim Gaffigan, as well as Emma Berman. Um, the, score, the score was by Dan Romer. I hadn't heard her report about the score, and then this one was very good. So. It was, yeah. And he had the, the voice acting. Um, I was just looking at the... Uh, like the actors, like before we started recording here, and uh, I was surprised that like the people who voiced like the kids were actually kids. You don't usually see that too much in uh, uh, like voiceover work where kids are actually voiced by kids. So I kind of found that interesting. But they did really well. What did you think of the voice acting? Yeah, they they, they did a really really good job. I mean, Jacob Tremblay, like he's been around for a while actually. He was in um, Room with Brie Larson when oh, the yeah. one that she won Best. Best actress for it. He was really good in that. Um, I think he's been in a few other things, but this is the first voice acting, which is, is a different kind of thing. But he, I think he, he, he did a really good job. And Jack Dylan Grazer has been like in a few things as well. He, he was in uh, It um, and Shazam. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so he, so he they, they've, they've both been around in movie scenes for for a while, mm-hmm. but it's nice to see them kind of like take take. Do do more more like leading animation stuff, more voice work. Yeah, and I was actually like somewhat impressed because like I find like quite a bit for like Pixar, they go with like a really high build, like acting, like voice acting, like either like for mm-hmm. Toy Story where you have like uh, Tom Hanks and like all that sort of uh, cast, and uh, if you go with like uh, what was it that just came out. The fantasy one, Onward, where they have, like, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland, who are, like, two really big actors. And uh, this one, like, had some, like, bigger names, but not compared to, like, lots of other Pixar, which I appreciate because, like, in the voiceover world, like, some of those actors are big names, but they're never used for, like, the big Pixar movies. So I, I kind of appreciated that. How did you feel about, about that? Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I saw a tweet that... Uh... Talk about how like, Maya Rudolph is playing like every single like animated mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, she she was she was the mom in Mitchell vs. the Machines. I want to say the aunt in the Big Hero Six. And oh, was she, was she, was she, was she the mom in o- Onward? That's possible. Uh, I can. No, no, wait, no, no, no. That was um. Nope, that, that was someone else. Like she, 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 this isn't her first rodeo. Playing in animated mother for a Pixar movie, at least yeah. in an animated family, family, family movie. But um, so something that I'm so I, I'm just reading about how um, so the director uh, Castorosa described the film. Um, it pays homage to Federico Fellini and other classic Italian filmmakers with a, a dash of Miyazaki in the mix too. I feel like that's a pretty good description actually. Um, what, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Going like into more depth about like why that is. Well, like a lot of Italian cinema is very small in scale. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like someone like I think we we we, we, we talked about Battle Thieves before. Mm-hmm. Um, but life is beautiful as well. Like it manages to take these like big stories of friendship and be big character driven movies and make make them like make them feel small and, and intimate. Mm, yeah. And no, I I, I, I can like, definitely see that. Like uh where like they tell big stories in a small setting. Yeah. And you can definitely see the Miyazaki with like the telling the telling a human story through like a fantasy element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so. definitely. Uh, no, I, I uh, like, uh, uh, if we just want to talk about, like, some general stuff, like, overall, I thought it was a pretty interesting story. Um, I, I liked, like, that it was a little bit more simple compared to, like, a lot of other Pixar movies, and it was just kind of, like, a, a fun movie to watch. Like, it wasn't, like, mm-hmm. t- too challenging. Um, but in other ways, it didn't really feel like other Pixar movies that I've watched. Uh, like, it didn't see, like, it wrestled with some stuff, and I felt like it could have gone... A lot more. I'll talk more about like what it could have gone into later, but uh, yeah, it was it was an interesting premise. Um, I would say I probably prefer to onward. Um, For sure. yeah. But I, I I wouldn't say it's like top tier Pixar, maybe like middle tier. Uh, what about you? Just yeah. general thoughts. Um, I would say so. Yeah, so similar. Like it's definitely better than onward. I think Pixar is at their best when they when they tell. Like when when they don't focus on the spectacle and just tell a good story, mm-hmm. like a, a nice character doing like 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 trying to think of movies like not a Bug's Life but like so something, something like like Wally handful of characters. I mean Wally does do, does get a little bit a little more grand towards the ending, but the movie starts off with where it's just Wally just vibing on a trash planet, <laughs> trying to keep a little but, plant alive. <laughs> yeah, but like so, uh, I, the more simple a movie is, the better better Pixar does at it. Because I feel like Onward was very bloated, and there's a lot of Onward. There's there's almost too much stuff happening, mm-hmm. and you kind of like and the relationship toward between the, the older brother and the younger brother, younger brother kind of got lost. I mean, it, it kind of it, that does come around in, in the end, but it's almost too much too much spectacle and too much stuff happening. But this movie, like the way the relationship between. Um, Luca and, and Alberto is always at the forefront of the movie. And we never, never strays from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's yeah. really like sort of enhanced with the animation. Like the animation is really beautiful in this. And it's it feels like more like painted almost compared to like some Pixar movies, which I thought was really uh, a nice touch. Um, like it felt like more warm and welcoming compared to like a lot of uh, recent Pixar movies. Like I, I feel as though Pixar always walks like a good balance of not being like in the uncanny valley. Like they're like hardly ever like so realistic that you feel uncomfortable. But like this one, I felt like it was less realistic, and that really helped enhance the story. Um, How do you feel about like the animation style? Yeah, I like the more like hand drawn stop motion um, approach. Obviously, it's still computer computer generated, but I think that that style just works. Like, like I, I, I like a lot more movies are doing the whole like computer generated, but in this style mm-hmm. vein. I'm thinking of like the Lego movie, like how uh, how it's animated like a like a, a stop motion, but it's still computer generated. But you can definitely like 
you can it makes it feel a little more real and like authentic in that case. Mm-hmm. And like this movie is full full of heart, and like like um, I saw something how like Luca has the biggest drawn eyes in the movie because he's just full of wonder with this, with this new world. Well, the Alberto, he's kind of used to the world. Mm-hmm. He's been living on his own for a while. Like Luca's just like full of, full of with wonder and his, his, these big wide eyes. Um, felt very um, almost like Nightmare Before Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, with just the with with the just the wide eyes and the whatever. But yeah, very good animation style. Yeah, I do want to get into a little bit of a quibble I had with it, and that's that I felt like it was a lot, especially in the beginning, a lot like Nemo. Uh, like where you have like this parent uh, who's like, mm-hmm. well, like they're in the water and like they're very overbearing. They're like, no, you you can't do it. It's for your own good. You got to be safe. And then uh, the the kid ends up like going on an adventure. Um, so in a lot of ways, that reminded me a lot of Nemo, which feels like in a way Pixar's just kind of recycling the plots that worked and are trying to kind of resell them to a new generation in a way. Um, did you see like that as well? Hmm. Yeah, I was worried that they were going to do do it more like BFB, but they focus on the parents trying to find them, and almost like trying like tell oh how the parents were, parents were in the right the whole time. But like I like how they know that it's all told from Luca's perspective. Whenever you see the parents in the movie, it's because Luca's present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like specifically like on land, like the parents and then her parents. Rarely get a scene by themselves on land. It's always like them in the background at the race, or them in the background in the in, in the town square. And I was worried at the start how how the parents are going to be in the right, um, despite the fact that like I think I think Luca, like as someone who comes from, uh, my parents aren't aren't overbearing, but like they're a little, I think all parents are like that to an extent. But like you know, sometimes you, sometimes you, your parents don't always know what's good for you, and that's okay. Sometimes you have to explore for yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, I was kind of worried that the movie was was was, was going to go in that way, but they but I do like how no, like Luca is in the right for wanting to explore this world and wanting to do what he do what he does in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I, I definitely really appreciate that. And uh, I, I was reading some like uh, like sort of not like reactions, but like uh, reviews of the movie. And they were talking. Well, one of her in particular is talking about uh, how this is like Pixar's or like Disney's like most queer movie, without it actually being queer. Like there's a lot of like sort of like queer mm-hmm. like coding, like in just like the way of mm-hmm. like the parents are like, oh, like we know what's best for you, but then the kid like wants to like you know, go off on its own and just like the intimate relationship and stuff. Uh, did you see that as well? Oh, I read into that right away. Um, I hadn't actually watched a lot of like, I hadn't seen a lot of reviews. I kind of wanted to go in this movie kind of as blind as possible. Mm-hmm. That left to me right away. As someone who like is, is not straight and lives in a small town, like I can definitely relate to Luca and about trying to hide hide who they are, and they always have to worry about the about the rain and getting wet because they're gonna, gonna see who they really are and how that impacts them. 
and mm-hmm. the ending specifically that that that's because when you find like for spoilers, but like they aren't the only sea monsters there. Yeah, that that was when that really hit. Like, no, like sometimes people you, people you don't, you don't know they might, might be a little more reserved because they, they, they've had to deal with this persecution for longer, but they're still there and they still see who you are and they still care about care about you. You know. But yeah. That's yeah. And just like like the fact it, it that was definitely go ahead. Sorry. It was good. It, yeah, it didn't. Sorry, um, there, there, there's, there's some lag. It doesn't. It didn't feel like, um, like uh, Disney's known for their for their, for their like uh, shyness when it comes to queer characters and themes. Um, this one does did a, 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 a good job of being authentic with with its recording. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like uh, just gay characters for the sake of being gay. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and going back to like your point, like about like the other people in the village who like end up being like the sea monsters or mermaids or whatever they are, um, but like the the other like people were like a two like older ladies, so, like it, it seemed almost like they were like <laughs> in a way like lesbian couple uh, in a way, um, and also it, it felt uh, yeah very like on the nose that like they were so like colorful and rainbowy that like it was supposed to like almost be sort of like a uh, a fill-in for like like pride colors and that sort of a thing. Did you uh, kind of feel that as well? Oh, for, oh, for for sure. I um, yeah. Obviously, like Pixar and Disney, like like with Onward, how they had that gay cop who mentions in one line how they have a same-sex partner, and I think that scene was cut in China, and like the Pixar. Disney is very well well known for their um, uh, having like one queer line, one queer shot, and then doing those scenes for like China and like in Muslim countries and overseas mar- markets. Um, but this movie kind of like there's not a lot that you could edit out without, without changing the movie because the, the movie is, is kind of really queer. Mm-hmm. Which I think is good for a change. <laughs> yeah, no, like like it's a. Uh, I found it like it could be. Yeah. It could be used as like like if you're like showing it to your kids uh, a way of like, kind of showing like a different side of like, like gay kids or something like that, um, and like showing like how like oh this is how you might feel but you don't have to feel like that and it, it's a good sort of like uh, talking point with kids to kind of maybe get them out of their shell or like just to uh, make them feel like. Oh, you you might feel like you're the only one who is this way, but there are other people like that, um, which I think is is overall a, a good thing. And they definitely do some uh, uh, good like storytelling that I think kids would be able to like appreciate. Oh, for, for sure. Um, yeah, like I've seen a lot of people like online talking about how like well how you can almost like any kind of marginalized identity you can kind of read into like, like you can kind of read into this like for Luca and Alberto like I saw someone so talking from, like, from like, a biracial perspective like how just because you can pass as one thing obviously it doesn't mean that that's what you are um, cause, like I have friends that are mixed race but they pass as as one as one race when they're both or whatever and like it, it, it does c- complicate you 
your identity and how you view yourself because of all these reasons. But um, yeah, I like how um, how open to interpretation this, this movie is. How like, okay, if you're if, if looking at it through a queer lens, okay, you can definitely see that. If you're looking at it through a racial lens, you, you can definitely see that. If you're seeing this through any other lens, you can definitely read, you can definitely play any kind of identity in this movie. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's very good. I uh, I also really appreciated uh, the character of uh, uh, Julia, uh, as well as her father. I just uh, I did really appreciate um, both seeing like their di- dynamic. Like I was scared that like her dad was just gonna be like one of like the classic like overbearing dads who uh, doesn't care about anyone, but like he ends up like actually having lots of heart, um, and like he he does like really care about like these two random boys that like he kind of takes in. Um, which I just thought was kind of heartwarming, and then at the end, obviously, uh, he he is very like sort of welcoming, um, which I thought was a nice touch. Like mm-hmm. in a lot of movies and like media, like the the big sort of gruff man isn't see, is always seen as sort of like the adversary, uh, whereas this he's seen as like an ally, which I uh, I just thought was a nice sort of uh, change of pace. Um, and then obviously, uh, Julia was just uh, a very uh, encouraging character which um i appreciated um how do you feel about that yeah i definitely like how like they uh, part of it is part of the reason why because they um, look at amberto help him with the fish which is which is which they're kind of acting in the against their own self-interest there because well, Luke is a sheep, or a fish herder, kind of <laughs> fish shepherd, and here he is guiding this guy to a bunch of fish to kill for for money, and, and, and to make a living, and like, and that, and that ends up paying off with when he defends them for them, and that's like it's. It shows how how complicated the queer experience is, but like sometimes you you do act against your own self self interests if it means yeah, which sucks that that's how, 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 how it has to be beat sometimes but it definitely is the case sometimes sometimes and again this movie shows that and Julia's great um I like how she did, how they bond over school and how it kind of ends with, with Luca wanting to wanting to be online and wanting to go to school and wanting to you know, hang out with, with Julia and I guess yeah Julia mom which is cool and yeah I just, the great there's so many good good characters in this movie i love it so much mm-hmm. no uh it and like each one like doesn't seem like shallow like they seem like they are like they could be like real people and people that you'd want to uh get to know and like learn more about um which is it, it really shows and like is it a testament to uh, pixar's strength at like storytelling like how you care about like these random characters and how like uh the villain of the story isn't like that necessarily bad of a person but like he's still able to be set up in like a bad light and like uh in a way like you can see that he's redeemable but like he's still like a bad guy and makes like a good foe uh for the main yeah. characters which um i thought was kind of like, like he, he's uh a very not scary <laughs> villain yeah like he's it's, it's not like, he's not a bad guy he's, he's just kind of an ass like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can definitely see it, like 
obviously was like he's young, so we can definitely see him having a bit better person going forward. Obviously, if he has the right experiences and meets meets the right people. Like yeah, like he's just like like yes, he he's a little like, um, harpoon uh, heavy. I'm like okay, like he <laughs> this guy would li- literally kill them, but also like you know what? Maybe he wouldn't. Maybe he would uh, wait and yeah. I was kind of hoping that would be a whole thing, like when he realizes who the fish monsters are, that they are Luca and Alberto, that he was going to, like, not try to kill them, but, like, he kind of still ends up trying to kill them. But, like, yeah. Convoc- complicated villain for a... Surprisingly villain for a kid's movie. Yeah. And, and, and like, like, he definitely feels, like, sort of like the classic, like, teen angsty uh, sort of character with his uh, little... Um, catfish mustache and all. And his posse of Italian boys. Classic eating sandwiches. My brother and I. My brother and I were talking about how, like, man, this this movie kind of just makes kind of just makes me maybe makes me want to bully Italian people on the on the internet. I'm like, you know what? I definitely see that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking with our accents, hey, trying to be mean to Luke, hey, trying to, it, it, yeah, I, I, I definitely think like, man, I, 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 I kind of want to go back and watch some more Italian movies now, just like hear, hear the accents some more, hey, really, you know, they're trying to get some cannoli. Yes, exactly. It also makes me really hungry for Italian food because there's a lot of pasta, and I was like, ah, I'm, I want pasta now. Looks oh, so good. I, and like. The pasto and like the just the, the ginormous helping helping the pasta. Like when when they're when they're eating the pasta for the man, I wish I could do that. That that's like, the dream. That is the dream. Literally been so hard. Like, guys, only want one thing, and it's freaking disgusting. <laughs> just eating a lot of pasta. Yep. Uh, classic man. Um, but no, uh, yeah, I think that's about all I have to say about it. Do you have anything uh, else that you want to add? I think that's about it. I, I would say if I... I would probably say like B-tier Pixar. Like, not like S-A... You got your Ratatouille's, your Wally's, your, your Toy Story 2's, your Bob's Life. It's definitely not like... It's it is a good movie, movie and I very recommend it. Anyone, specifically, it's people who like have trouble understanding like LGBT stuff, whatever. Like, I would definitely want them to see this movie and kind of see how it kind of feels to be a marginalized person. You know? Mhm. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I I would agree with that. I would. Uh, I'll I'll give it a solid th- one thumb up and a half. How about you? Yeah, I'd give it a th- thumb, 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 thumbs up and, and, and a half, for sure. Not, not quite two two thumbs, but you know what? Yeah, solid thumb and a half. Yeah, there you for go. Sure. Um, for sure. Anyways, that has been uh, Luca. Uh, do you have any recommendations for this week? I do. Um, so today, as we're recording, it was announced that Mike Ravel, uh, former senator uh, from Alaska, has passed away. Um, 
um, he launched the Gorilla Institute in 2020 uh, to come to basically act as like a liberal left version of PragerU. Um, so they have a YouTube channel and social media that you guys should check out. Um, it's a good place to educate yourself. Um, and it and Prag and the right hate. That's it. So uh, watch <laughs> stuff. Watch Prag. Watch watch Gorilla Institute. Don't watch Prager. You watch Gorilla Institute. <laughs> uh, yes. No. He he was a, a pretty cool person. I mean, he ran for president in what two thousand eight. Uh, for the Democratic Party, or like he was like uh, he ran against like Obama and Hillary and like those sort of people in two thousand eight, um, and his sort yeah. of whole thing was uh, anti-war and uh, that sort of thing, which is good because like he read the uh, Pentagon Papers or whatever into record. Uh, that, that's what he's famous for. But no, a very cool person. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he, he was worried about being like killed for doing that because like obviously. Panama Papers aren't uh, good for America. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it, 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 but they're good for, for the pub, public to hear. And, yeah, very, very individual. So, best, best power of my career. Yes, very nice. Uh, anyways, my recommendation uh, for this week um, is the movie uh, Coming Out. It is a 1989 uh, East German film um, about a closeted gay man who um, ends up accidentally uh, having a one-night stand with a man while he's engaged to a woman. And basically, it's just like a story about that. It's a very uh, well-told story. Um, very progressive for the time, considering like it came out in 1989. Um it is from like socialist East Germany, uh, which is very interesting. Um, but no, it, it's very good. I, I, I thought it felt kind of uh, fitting to go with uh, Luca since there are sort of similar uh, themes. But no, I would definitely recommend that movie a lot. It is in German, so you have to read subtitles. Yeah. Uh, also, on on that same note, yeah, um, theme movies. Um, the last week of Pride Month, so um, the Cellular Closet is one that I'm looking forward to watching. And like, obviously, if you can, if you have access to movies by queer filmmakers, June's a good time to watch them. It's also Pride Month, so go and find as many queer movies and filmmakers as you can. Yes, there you go. Anyways, that has been our episode this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, tune in next time when we talk about uh, something. Bye-bye now. There you go.